This is a crazy world. We live in a crazy world, man. I got you in here under false pretenses. This is actually an intervention for you beating me up, hurt my feelings. So we're going to sit here and corner you. Yeah, Talk to you about why you're beating everybody up. Yeah. Look at him. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got you cornered. That's why we got Chris guarding the door. We're going to talk to you about beating everybody up. Oh, man. I think what we ought to do is he all our signature moves. Whatever your best move is, that's all he taps you with. I don't have a best move. I have like a least worst. But they have to mean kind of thing. Yeah. You know, every time he rolls away, he's fixing to give me in the head and arm choke every time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah. The arm mean, gets oscillated up higher and higher, and you're like, How often does that happen? Though? Every time, every time, every single like, time. I'm gonna do this. He showed me to do this. I'm like, wait, it doesn't work on him. <laughs> no, dude, party foul. Yeah, Come on, so man. Even being here, turn that off. Yeah. Who brought the nerd? Yeah, no, we're going. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, make sure that's off. What are you doing? Right, you're prof- yeah, he's a professional. Oh man, it's funny you troll me about me being the youngest, because like honestly, before I started training. I was the kind of dude, when I was like 20, I was like, oh man, 25 is so old. And then I was 25, I was like, oh, 35 is so old. And now y'all all are like bigger and in better shape than me, and you're only like your mid four. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I got some time. I have, like, I I'll have be okay. Growing up, I was 11, 12, and I thought you messed up with the old girls. And they all like, has no mean boyfriend, and I looked at the guys like, how old is that guy doing? Oh, he's 27, he's, what, 27, is that old, that, that two old dude, come over here. Look at now, look. We get yeah. 30s, we get 40, and now I look, I feel younger than when I was 13. Yeah. I feel stronger, I feel better. Yeah. That, that's how I, I think it's just smarter nutrition. I, I used to be lift heavy and all that dumb stuff that I don't do anymore, but it was just like as much protein as you oh, can, yeah. you know, it's just stupid. Doing stupid things, you know. And then you, you find out now protein turns into ammonia or something, and you, yeah, if you have too much of it, you can't process it. It's like, oh, there's smarter ways of doing this. What's the biggest you ever got? I weighed 245, and I was benching uh, 405 for three oh, reps and Lord. squatting over five. And I don't know, I didn't really do a lot of deadlifting. It was just mainly just going in the gym, trying to outlift whoever was in the gym at the time. That's how I hurt my shoulder. Yeah, dude, so that's how yeah, injuries come. I, now it's like I didn't even like the way I looked anyway. I was mm-hmm. just a big power lifting look, looking guy, not how I want to look anyway. It's easier to go to the gym and lift heavy and take uh, three minutes to rest between sets. It's just, it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's, it's working out, but it ain't. It's not. So, to, in order to get lean and strong, you got to have high intensity training. Well, that's hard. That sucked. I never wanted to do that. It was more fun though, <laughs> yeah. because I could eat. I could eat everything. I was three oh nine as my heaviest. Yeah, I just ate everything. Three oh nine. Yeah, all I want to wow. do is lift heavy stuff. Squats were always hard for me because my knees were always bad. But I got to four thirty five was my one one uh, rep max. What is your weight now? Now I'm two twenty four. How much time you guys got from big to small? I got from small to big. <laughs> when I move over here, actually, you know what? Yesterday I made eight years in America. Really? That was awesome, yeah. 18 years yesterday. I moved uh, wow. September 11, 2000. In April, I've been in America for 44 years. 44? <laughs> God, I guess not technically because I was in Germany for three. So. How old were you when you got here? Uh, 20, 29. 28, actually. I got here September 11, 28. October 9, my first year over here. I was 29. 29 yeah. And you went to New York first and yeah. trained with your brother. New York for 11 years. So when I got over here, I was 162 pounds. 162, I was just skinny and bone. 
And I started eating. I mean, American food and all this stuff. Dude, that got, I got jacked up. And I don't work out. You see, I don't, I don't work out. I don't do weights or anything. Yeah. I tried to do a few times, but man. Yeah. Did you used to lift heavy like these barbarians? I can't. If they say you're going to, I'm going to be embarrassed over here, man, just to say. The heaviest that I lifted, like, uh, bench press was 135. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say to people, because people are like, man, this guy's a black belt? Really? That's all he can lift, 135? I'm telling you. Majority I never, of people. I never did more yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah, you'd be really surprised, because half the guys on our SWAT team, so we went, I said, hey, we're going to do 100 reps with 135. Like, you know, try to do 40 or 50 or first sets and break it up as you go. And... The highest, Micah. Micah could do 20, and Robert could do 25. I did 50. Yeah, first 35? Yeah. yeah. And everybody else, four. Really? Three. I was like, you're kidding me. A grown man can only do three. That's when it was. I'd been lifting yeah. weights so long, I didn't realize yeah, yeah. that. Uh, yeah, but uh, for 135, I can do 10 reps. Like, three or four sets of 135. If I do, like, 140, 150, like I, I try to do, it's two, maybe three, unless I do the machine. Like in the machine, I can do probably a uh, hundred fifty, maybe, maybe if I really push hundred sixty-five. But then I cannot do more than four reps. Yeah, I can't take many. Yeah, it hurts every machine. You don't have to use all the muscles. Yeah, you don't use stabilizing yeah. muscles. Yeah. But it hurts my shoulder if I do because I, I don't extend it. I always keep bad a little bit. By the time I get there, everything hurts over here. I can do. I feel so bad. Because you do like a lot of people. Because I remember when I was first lifting, I was trying to go heavy. Just put that on the ground. I can hear it when it vibrates. You good? Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you remember when people go and it's like, man, it's like my biceps are getting sore from doing bench press because they squeeze yeah. sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's yeah. Everything's hurting. Like, ah, you're squeezing yeah, sometimes. and the next day, yeah, my, my joints hurt. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm done. Just like in here, relax. Same thing as jujitsu, but we can't transfer it over. And it's hard to transfer it over. Now, I don't, I do a lot of uh, mobility work because I'm trying to. It's my goals now. I want to be good in here, mm -hmm. yeah. better than mm -hmm. more than I want to be strong in the gym and impress anybody in the gym. I mm -hmm. don't care. And I'm married. I don't care what I'll if I really look all shredded. I want to be. He effective. says that as he's all shredded. <laughs> <laughs> more Jack than anybody else, yeah. and he's like, man, I, I don't just, care what I look like. I, he's yeah, like, dude, I don't even yeah. care what I look. No, I just want to be better out here on the mat. Right. That's what that's my goal. So what I'm doing a lot of like uh, atypical. Stuff with kettlebells now. Yeah. I still lift the, the linear pushes, you know, just because they're good. They're, the barbell stuff is good, but but mainly I'm doing a lot of kettlebell stuff, like full body squatting all the way down, pressing and all the way up over. You know, I've been doing that with the sandbags. You, you put the bag over here, and you're on all fours. You reach under, pull it through, pull drag it through, it, yeah. Walk Arm over. drag. We yeah. we should do yeah. that. We should get yeah. some sandbags. Definitely. I was thinking about what you said about. Like for me, when you talk about getting better out there and getting better on the mat, one thing that dawned on me a while back was how much time it takes to get good. And if you burn your body out, you know, I know guys that like started training with me that get injured and it's like, okay, now you got to take six months off, you know, and now you, you're not going to be able to train for so long. Like I'm like you, like I want to be able to, I want to be here when I'm y'all's age, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be doing this for 20 or yeah, 30 or stuff yeah. like that. If, if you want to do that, to be honest, like, I learned by, by mistake and I learned by the ear. You know what I mean? I used to, I grew up really wild. I grew up training really hard, like hard. I grew up pretty, pretty much fighting. Mm -hmm. go, go to the gym for me, it was fine. I mean, go every time you go, it's three, two, three hours, four hours, rolling, like full time. I mean, one after the other. 
But I learned through the time, like, if you want to last longer, you cannot keep running that way. Mm -hmm. That's why when I see guys, I mean, rolling, they go so hard, like we talk about the guy, to me, you don't want to do that way because you don't last longer. I mean, you're going to get injured or you're going to injure your, your partner. Yeah. Because when you go too hard, too fast, you use too much strength. All of a sudden, something is slipped a little bit or something turning in the wrong way. That's when an elk comes, that's when a knee comes, that's when people get hurt, full mass, stuff like this. You just have to minimize the movement and compress the, I mean, the space and, and like how you move it and take advantage of what you have, the weight and everything, not just power after everything. That takes away. When you power after stuff, it's able to help you, it takes away. You, you actually lose the capability of understanding the body communication, the strength. It takes away the communication of the body. You need to be able to relax. You need to be able to communicate with the body, understand what the guy's thinking. How do you understand what the guy think? You cannot read the mind, you have to read the body. The only way to read the body, if your body is tense, it, you cannot read the other guy. Your body has to be relaxing, you have to understand I mean, what the other guy is doing, what, how he's gonna move, what he's thinking, he's had a head. I mean. So yeah. when you guys do the technique, I, I relax when I do techniques. I don't, I don't have like a frame position to go to technique to technique. I don't, oh, I'm going to put my frame over here so I can get this technique. No, I hit an X over there, and then if you run me doing it, what the guy's moving? It's kind of like rolling and apply to real roll. Because a lot of times, I try to do the technique, and what happened? I mean, when we practice technique, the guy's over there, he's not moving, so it's easy. It's like hit the wall, the wall's not moving. When you go practicing roll, and the guy's moving, you have to put that in real time. How is it real time? The guy's going to be there for you to finish? We're gonna start moving even before you try to do what you're doing. So you have to be able to, I mean, understand that and improve as it goes. Sometimes you start with the mind like, oh, the bar is right there, let me go get it. Before you even sit up the bar to finish, the guy moving the way that not even a bar is there anymore. Maybe you're gonna be a choke in the way or even like a like a lock or something like this. So you have to be able to relax, cool down, and, and settle down in the way that allows you to understand and communicate with the body. I mean, each other's body, and also to understand when is your time to move, when is your time to, to rest. Because sometimes people think, oh, how can I rest over here and get the guy? Well, I'm resting over here because as soon as he moves, I go after his movement. I mean, maybe I'm in a position that I'm like rest or dominating, but I don't have anything until that guy that's holding tight, tight and everything moves a little bit. So you open up something. It's like give and take. You, know? mm -hmm. you cannot just think about chasing, chasing, chasing. If it's something not there, if you're chasing, what happened? You 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 look so, so much for the armbar that the guy understands that you're going from by he hides everything. Now it's a fight. You when you, you really wanna fight, you talk about here, you know I mean See you'll say all that and that makes a lot of sense. But then you do voodoo when you're rolling with us. What do you actually do to me? Don't make any sense. Like, I'll be sitting there all the time, and you just, like, do a push oh, or something. Oh, but he's absolutely relaxed. Yeah, he's, he's totally relaxed when he's doing it. He's relaxed as he's doing it. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, it doesn't, it doesn't look like much, but I'm relaxing. Yeah, yeah I can tell. Like I can tell it's effortless when you whoop me. I'm relaxing, and I'm trying to, to understand the angle. I mean, the, the, the turn is where you guys going. That's what I'm trying to understand. And sometimes I take a ride. Sometimes what I do, I don't try to count what you do. I just follow I mean, up of what you're doing. I keep going, take a ride, and I see what's happening. I mean, not just like, I don't have to always count on a bar. I don't have to always count on a choke. I choke it, I mean, on, on my side when you guys try to choke me out. Depends where it's come from. Like, on a, on a guard position, it can be a number on my side or a sweep if I know how to, I mean, wait and prepare for the right time. As soon as you put choke and I try to defend it, 
That's the only thing. It's just me defending the choke and you guys trying to choke. But as soon as you try to put a choke, you think, I, I recognize, I understand. One hand in is, a, is an alert. The second hand starts coming, I know the choke is coming for sure. So do I want to fight for that choke to go out? And I mean, just be on that game and figure out what I want to chase now? Or do I want to make that advantage to my side? Because when you put the first hand, oh, here's the choke coming. Then you put the second hand, think like, oh, Mr. Zant is trying to sweep, and I've even seen that. Well, as soon as you go for the second hand and I shift the bar a little bit, if you keep tight over there holding the call, I sweep it happen. When did you start training? What got you into it? I'm, I'm not sure what got me in, but I start, as I understand and I know from my, my parents, I started five years old. To be honest, it's kind of hard to remember when I'm that age. What about you? I don't know. A little over three years ago. Well, what, what got you into it? I mean, what made you make the, the decision to come do out of everything that you could have done? So the position what? I got at work, I just ended up being over defensive tactics. We were doing the Gracie survival tactics, and I figured I need to learn how to do it better because I'm going to show people how to do it. But I can tell you something besides, besides this over here. So, um, of course, I was too young to remember exactly what made me get to Jiu-Jitsu. But I know for sure that one of the things that make me keep doing Jiu-Jitsu and make me want to do more and learn was my neighborhood, my friendhood, I mean, growing up. Because we used to beat up on each other. <laughs> so that's, I mean, all my friends knew Jiu-Jitsu too. I was like, the only way to keep it up with my friends. Because it's not like a one-on-one situation. Mm -hmm. The way I grow up, it's like it's three, four, five, six against one. Beating up. So you have to figure out a way to, to I mean, fight back and, and survive. Or you got to get beat up. So yeah. Jiu-Jitsu actually grew, I mean, helped me out the way. And inspired me with my friends to keep it going. So make sure I survive and I take advantage. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to get that. Yeah, that's why I like. What about you, Chris? Man, I just I've always loved physicality. Uh, you know, like oh, just you don't roughing, say. roughing yeah. people up or whatever. You're wrestling with your friends mm -hmm. like they were they were doing, and then um, of course we all watched UFC one when Hoist tapped out the, that 300 pound wrestler, mm -hmm. and you're just in awe. So you just kind of take the step to do it, and then you realize when you get in here. I'm the type of person that likes to do hard things. Like, I want to learn hard things. Mm -hmm. I want to run ultra marathon. I just got through running that one, and I'm going to do another one. And they're just going to get longer and longer until I'm running a hundred mile races. And this, though, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. I've done a lot of things. This is the hardest thing I've ever tried to be good at. Because you, you, you think you're going to be good at it because you're sitting there watching technique, watching you do it, and it's like, oh, that's simple. And then you get over there and you're completely lost. It's like, I just watched him do it. Why can't I make my body do this? Right? So it's just, I don't know, it's like human, it's like physical chess. I got tired of people whistling at my girlfriend at the time. I was like, people driving by whistling at her, I was like, shit, I'm going to get stabbed or something over <laughs> She's going to get me beat up so bad. Like, I got to learn something. Plus, also, like you said, like, Watching Gracie in those early days. Yeah. Yeah, see, I wanted to do it, wanted to do it, wanted to do it, and then Fred eventually said, you got to come over and do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably you know, can't speak for the whole nation, obviously, but um, percentage-wise, like, how many officers would you say, like, have competent training? Um, well, we, we only do our defensive tax training once a year, 16 hours once a year. So you got to think about that. That's, that's a week coming up here. Right. That's, that's not good. Yeah, my wife not is adequate. a Dallas cop, and uh, they pretty much give me a lot of work every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that yeah, was unfortunately, it is a lot of it. That's the truth. Because a lot of them, 
Honestly, this is a stress reliever. It is. I come up here, and I'm, uh, even if I'm super tired, I come around once I start rolling. Because you forget about everything else. Yeah. 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 I don't have time to think about, oh, man, Chief's mad at me, this, this, and this. I was like, all right. Chris is trying to choke me. Right. It's like, I don't want to be choked. <laughs> That's what I tell people. I go, this makes sense to me in a weird way. Like paying bills and keeping yeah. track of this yeah. and, you know, oh, the car registration's out on my car and all that stuff. Like, that doesn't make sense. I can't stand that. But coming in here, like, oh, all I got to do is not get strangled. Not get all I got to do is I got to keep breathing. Yeah. Um, so it's simple. It simplifies things, mm-hmm. but it's hard. Yeah. Very, I think about, hard. like, after training, especially after we did that marathon, you made the three of us do that. That grueling dude. Short that day. Tuesday, I felt like I was on like Valium the whole day. Like the day after we trained so much, I had no more like adrenaline in my body. So there'd be a problem at work or something. I was just like, "Yeah, man, it sounds pretty rough. I guess that we're gonna get awesome, to it." <laughs> I want to do it again. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. You just feel like that complete release. It was like, great afterwards. That's what it was. Afterwards, it was yes. great after. In the yeah. middle of it, when he's saying, "No, no water." Hey, and he's having to teach me how to breathe again. <laughs> Dude, I, I still roll with that that feeling in the back of my mind. I remember how I felt like at the end of that that session. Just that you're just totally just, defeated. Yeah. And so I carry that even when I'm training now, full of energy. I still roll thinking like this ain't gonna last. You know, like I will eventually run out of energy. So I can't just grab and crush. Like and then, and you got we gotta control our anger because those white belts were coming for us, right? So the white belts were really wanting to smash us. And you want to get mad about it, right? Because you're like, you know, I'm ex- so exhausted right now, and you're just gonna jump and you're gonna go 100 miles I didn't an get hour. Mad at all, did I? Yeah, you, <laughs> you were sitting there threatening you people. Yeah. You're like, man, I when I'm gonna get one tomorrow, you're all gonna get it when I feel better. You're all gonna get I'm it. Like this, hey dude, you go easy. This time you come with me. Like, let me get fresh over here. We're gonna roll again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you did good. I mean, like, at the end of it, you kind of grabbed all those guys and you explained, you go, look how the upper belts rolled with us, like, when they retired. Like, look, we didn't smash each other. Like, we just kind of, you know, put you in a bad position, put some pressure on you, and let you try to work out of it. We weren't trying to rip your head off or anything. I got him off of him, and I said, and because I was was crushing, I was was like, try to do this, try that, and I said, and I said, that's how a good partner does it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, you don't just kill I think that's what the whole exercise was, was to get us tired so that we can learn how to think. Mm-hmm. When we retired, so we don't really need somebody spazzing on us. That's exactly. We just need somebody, you guys, to learn how to play a, a strategy of game. Yeah. You have to think before. If you know you're gonna roll, like I mean, three guys, that's easy. You can push hard a little bit, try to make I mean your normal game and try to exercise and, and, and push a little bit. It's totally fine. It's like going to a competition. You go to a competition, you know your 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 bracket have um, three guys. That that's not bad. If you're going to a competition, you know your bracket have 12, 15 guys, you're not going to put everything in the first fight. Otherwise, by the time you get to the fifth or the sixth you know, fight, you're done away. You're not going to be able to pass that. So you have to minimize you know, the strength and, and how you move and how much effort you're going to put in the row. So it lasts to get the 12 rows. Even if you, you know, not win all those, or you know, if you pass through, at least you can survive by the end and still have a chance to be a, you know, a champion. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing over here. If you put everything that you have right there in the first three or four or five, and the, the other ones, I mean, the last is fresh, they come after you, and you don't have nothing to give to them, you're just going to die. 
or my, you know I mean, am I gonna get, get hurt from anything for a mask because you're trying to do your best to keep it up? Yeah. You have to keep it stage. And and how to how to play a game that you you still with that you gotta lose um, that strength. So whatever they do to you, you have have to make them feel miserable. If the guy tries to pass my guy, and I have to, I know for for a fact that I have to rule twelve people. The first few ones that I do until probably I get to the end, because no matter what you get, you're gonna get tired. It's a workout. I mean, but I wanna make those people that rose with me in the beginning, whatever they try to do to me, I wanna make their against use against them to make them miserable, get them really tight just by trying to do whatever they're trying to do to me. Because when you do that kind of game, it's a mindset game. You make them do mistakes that you might get a pinch right there. And you you last longer. Just yeah. take that move. It's take funny you talk else. about like having to manage that that temper with the white belts jumping in on you. That's something I've talked about it before on this, but like probably six months into training is dude I was buddies with it's like big 250 260 pound dude just smashed the hell out of me like the whole time we were training and I was at that point where I was still just like I'm gonna go super saiyan and push him on and I kept doing that and after every time I'll get this adrenaline dump and then I'd be more tired and then I would do it again I'll be more tired and ever since then I've never really tried to like feed on that emotion and feed on that anger like I used to yeah, I felt it. There's a couple of times when you get real exhausted. You see somebody just diving on you. Yeah. Well, that that is more like a, a, a time frame of experience. In the beginning, for me, it was the same way. One point, one point in time when I was younger, I remember this struggle a lot with the white belts and mm -hmm. even some of the blue belts when I passed some blue belts and purple belt level because I didn't understand exactly what I'm supposed to do and how to move or how to, I mean, to learn to be able to confront those, those situations. Today's days, I get that in a different way. When I roll the white belt today's days, if they spawn, they go crazy or they lose a lot of strength, I just try to maneuver and use against them. And when they give me a good position, I, I sink them I mean, in a position that they can get miserable and just pray to get out of there. And <laughs> Otherwise, if you let the guy move and the guy is strong, a big guy, man, they, they, they will hurt you. That's so why I think it's super good for dudes to train this, like, to do jujitsu, because so many guys just feed on, like, just being angry. Yeah. It's like, it's going to make them stronger or something yeah. like that. Like, a lot of people, they got no self-control. They got no, just, that emotional discipline isn't there. And it just burns no you idea. out. It's making them worse. It's and making you weaker. It's dangerous. Even before I came up here, I was like, friend of someone, I was like, you know, even though you see it on TV, I was like, I'm a big dude. So I can kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> And then I got up here. I remember the first day I came up here. I don't know if you I remember, I don't remember her name. It was a little Hispanic girl. She was a purple belt. And she was oh, 16. Wow. And I said, and he's like, oh, you go with her. I said, man, I don't want to hurt this little girl. Ten seconds in, she had me in a freaking guillotine, dude. Brah, choking me out. I was like, oh. And that's when I said, I have to come back. I was like, yeah. I was like I'm a 16-year-old girl. Because at the time, I was, and remember, I wasn't fat. I'd cut down. I was just doing, still doing that. I was 275. Six, six, two, I was a pretty big dude. And, and I couldn't get her off of me. I was like, what the hell is going on? Trying to push her off me. I finally, my arms fell off, pushed her up off me. I was like, all right, let's rethink this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hurt this little girl. <laughs> That's how I feel like with little Jackson. I'm yeah. like, hey, man, he's gonna, after about a year from now, he ain't going to get anything. So just beat him up yeah, while you no, can. So like good. anybody listening, yeah. beat up yeah, Jackson. Yeah. If you yeah. score off of Jackson, yeah. about when he get him when you can. cheesy mustache the teenagers get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. start worried it's about it. Yeah. It's like, you just got to beat him up. Because he doesn't know because, man. Yeah. In a year from now, two years from now, he's gonna just he's gonna be, be laughing. Everybody. Everybody. He's gonna be on top yeah. of everybody laughing. And he's a sponge. 
any help anybody gives him, he'll yeah. listen. Oh, oh, what was that again? Show me. Show me. He's, man, he wants it. Mm-hmm. I don't know with him today. He's technical, man. He is Don't technical. let him grab your legs. Yeah. You know, him and Jason do it, and he's way better at doing leg rolls oh, than Jason. Okay. Where he's like, boom, boom, whipping him in. I was like, ooh. And he shows me all kinds he's of things. He's more connected. He's more, more kind of nice about moving. Yeah. He's very smart to me. He's getting good. Well, because he knows he can't force me into it. Yeah. So he wiggles in. He's that's great. What's great about starting that age? He doesn't have to force us. He knows he yeah, can. He mm-hmm. learns how to the technique. Yeah, that's what's gonna make him better. He hasn't been relying on strength for yeah. fifteen years. What if he gets to be his dad's size? Even if he's half his dad's size, he's yeah. gonna smash everybody yeah. and beat him up. Struggle with him, not anymore. Yeah, I got these stickers because I'm a poser. Like it looks like I got a bunch of them, but they they came from the same place. Oh, I just saw that on bar soap. I just saw them. Yeah, on I had to get that because, dude, I had got I got staff one time. Really? Oh, yeah. So I got staff. I actually had bed bugs. So I went. So the where most. Where the are you living? No, no, no. It's not even that. You know where most of the time people get bed bugs from? Huh. Travel. Yeah. You go through the it's airport. The this oh, guy the airport, that, huh? uh, yeah, the ho- the going through the airport or going through a hotel because your baggage gets mixed in with everybody else's. Yeah. He says nine times out of ten, you get the uh, eggs or whatever, the larva or whatever it is, gets in your bags and then it, it finds a way into your bed and then it gestates or whatever, right, yeah. for like six months. And so wow. a couple months after the fact, you'll get it. So I got all bit up by bed bugs. Oh. And then so I had all these little bed bug bites all over me, right? And then, like, a couple days later, I trained, and I came home, and I didn't immediately shower. Like, I did some chores, and I went to take the trash out, and I went to put my shoe on, and I scraped, I cut my thumb right here. It's a little pink. You can still see it. I cut my thumb with my toenail, and it just didn't heal. And, like, a week later, it was still, like, oozing. And then, eventually, after a little while, I realized, I was like, oh, man, like, it's not healing. Like, this needs to heal. But what happened was... I just got bit by all those bed bugs, they all swelled up. So I had all these little, like, staff spots all oh. over me. It was so nasty, dude. Like, I had, wow. like, one here. I had one up under my chin. Just all these little sore spots that were just getting eaten up. So this, like, all this, like, clean, you know, mat soap and everything like that. Like, it's expensive, but it's worth it for me to, like, avoid getting, avoid getting staff and everything like that. Yeah, I forgot what I use. It's like the green tea one. Yeah, because you can't you just use the, like that hard like antibiotic stuff. It'll just like because it dries yeah. you out, it yeah. kills your natural flora and everything. You doing the tournament in October? I am. What day? What day is it again? The thirteenth. Thirteenth. Jiu Jitsu Worlds, right? Yeah, World Leagues. Yeah. Jiu Jitsu World, World Leagues. Yeah. October thirteenth. You're doing it. Adam, you in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the here's the thing. Like, so if I could, I'm gonna do good if I can. Treat it like I'm in here. Yep. If I could just relax. The odds of that happening <laughs> are very, very low. Yeah. I'm going to be freaking out, probably. So, I don't know. I don't know how to... I don't know if I can control the... the mo- just the... Well, you saw what it did to me. That's what I did. Because I grabbed that guy and just yeah. lashed him so tight. Yeah. And then... Because I never get winded in here. When no. we went 14 rounds in, I was tired. Mm-hmm. But for 30 seconds in, I couldn't breathe. Could I? Yeah. <sighs> I tried to take him out of this hole and squeeze it so tight and my nerves and remember I didn't sleep the night before dude it was that's what wrecked me yeah and I'm like <sighs> so that's the key to it yeah. I think for me to do relax. well there is just being able to relax the adrenaline treat it like oh who cares yeah just mm-hmm. just do do the one you're not gonna feel I mean, a little bit of depression but 
what you help you you do more more often. More you do it, more he likes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like it's just like going yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like you got First used to going here. First time I came here. rode here. I well, remember this? Like, I thought it's like, man, it's like you got you're longer. <laughs> <laughs> like that every time. We need to practice a little bit and have talking between you road. So you guys can get used to the talking. Hey, do this, do that. Because that help a lot. Nathan did a really good job at that day over there. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I was talking to Nathan. You see Nathan how he rose. Yeah. Man, in the competition, he was a totally different guy. He was relaxing. I talked to him. He was like, huh? What? Do what? And he was able to execute everything. He did it today because I started talking. I started talking to people through an Isaac. Yeah, I, Isaac I, I, always wants a left arm Kamor. Yeah, and he's going for that choke. And I was like, "Hey, he's doing this one over." And he did it exactly. Yeah, like, I need y'all to start doing that with me. Like, if so you're watching, you me listen. Roll, I, I was really surprised because yeah. as soon as I said it, you're like, "Oh, you listen." But he's like, you've been going well, like that one white belt I was trying to help earlier. He didn't listen to nothing. I seen him. I like, well, it's also because it's a little dirty because I was listening to you too. And so you'd be like, hey, man, put your hand in. I was like, in the second oh, I feel like I was like, nope, yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. I was like, thanks yeah. for the advice. Well, that's the problem <laughs> is me and you work on a lot of stuff because we'll do our own. Yeah. Like, you know, so like, he's hey, tried this, tried this. And I'm telling him the skate me and you worked on that he showed us. Right. He's like, I don't think so. It wasn't really me. Yeah, I was shutting him down. He was like, man, it's not working. He has a crazy baseball wrestling. He's not used to him on his back. Like, he's been training for me for, like, probably five, six years already. Maybe four or five times that I, I was able to get him on his back flat and get him top and dominate. Most of the time when I get him, I have to get him from the guard, from my back. I didn't get him on his back. He's so slow, too. Yeah. He swallows inch by inch. That's all he does. I think you got a computer. Yeah. On your left arm? <laughs> <laughs> he loves that left arm computer, doesn't he? Okay, once he holds me, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. He's so, he goes inch by inch, but when he gets, he's done. Yeah, nothing can do about it. Uh, I appreciate you guys staying out, hanging out. It's about nine, so we'll probably just wrap this up. Chris, <coughs> Adam, Adam Professor. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys hanging out. appreciate oh, you guys yeah, doing this. Cool. And thanks, fun. everybody, for taking time to listen. Jiu-Jitsu World Leagues, RCJ Machado, Lake Highlands, come train. Thank you for the time. Peace.